What's up, gentlemen? This is Rising Phoenix Podcast, the podcast about how to rise up after your divorce. I'm your host, Michael Rhodes. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the show. This is episode 47. This will be a solo episode with myself discussing hate and more specifically, male anger. Now, I'm not an expert, but I did some digging and found some facts and figures that I think are pretty interesting. Uh, Before I get to that, I do want to address the social media break that I took recently, the, the break from not only social media, but from the podcast and from the Discord server and the Facebook groups and, and um, all of those associated things. And I, I won't get into specifics, but I'll say that there's a reason I'm bringing up this particular topic. Unfortunately, a lot, and I hate to say a lot because how do you quantify uh, a significant amount of men that I deal with really lean on their anger to get through their divorce. And and I understand it. I was guilty of it myself and and still have, you know, anger is an acceptable emotion for men. One of the few, right. It's just happiness and lust and anger, right. That's, that's about it. Um, And even lust sort of gets shit on sometimes. So, um, you know, we, we, we lean on our anger heavily. And and so I wanted to to focus on that a little bit. Now I'm not an expert, like I said, but um, I want to address this because I, and I hope to in the future have, have someone on that is an expert. My actually, my current therapist uh, sort of specializes in anger, so I'm trying to convince him to come on the podcast. But, um, but, but you know, in the meantime, let's let's talk about some of the things that that I was able to find when I started looking at male anger and and its prevalence in our society. And some of the some of the figures and facts that I found are a little bit old, uh, but I, I think they're still relevant. So there was a 2006 Harvard study done that said uh, one in 10 men in America, 10 million men suffer from what they call intermittent explosive disorder, um, which IED uh, that's, you know, has some pretty negative connotations. But uh, it's basically where, you know, road rage, you know, just men flipping out. Um, I don't know that it necessarily means bodily harm or, or what the extent of that is, but one in 10, 10 million, that, that's a lot. And, and there was some pushback on that study. Like some said, oh, that's way too many, but I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I do think that I have seen a lot of anger in, in the men that I deal with. And usually what happens is when they, when I, and I can see these guys from a mile away, they're very angry and they're very bitter. And eventually they turn that shit on you. And, and so again, but let's, let's, let's talk about what, what, what is, what is the purpose of anger? And, and is it all bad? Uh, no, it's, it's not all bad. In general, anger is a masking emotion. It covers something, but, but there is some benefit to it. So let's, let's talk about that. There was a book written called Anger Taming the Beast. And it talked about how you can identify whether or not your anger is, is legitimately anger and healthy and helpful. And so it, the, there's three things. One is, it, are you angry because of a real threat on your life specifically or bodily harm or something, something that will harm you? Is that the case? Is, is there any problematic um, consequences to your anger? So in other words, are you getting angry and then smashing something um, or hitting someone or something or lashing out in a very abusive type of way? And then um, did the actions that the anger 
did your anger produce actions that reduce the threat? In other words, someone pulled a gun and did you get mad and beat the shit out of that guy, right? Then you have a legitimate reason to be angry. All other reasons are generally to cover for something, right? Uh, whether that be mo most likely depression, pain and hurt, uh, embarrassment, shame. Uh, there's a multitude of things underneath anger that, that bring it to, to the surface or, or, or to cover all of those other fucking things. So let's, I want to talk about uh, the, the, some of the consequences um, of, of what anger can do. So again, uh, another Harvard study, again, a little bit long ago, 2004, but still I, I, I think is relevant. They say that there are 30,000 heart attacks a year that come about due to um, essentially being angry. Like, you know, it, 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 you get so angry that eventually, you know, within a short period of time, you have a heart attack. 30,000 a year. Now, this was in 2004. Uh, perhaps it's less, perhaps it's more. I couldn't find anything. I didn't delve too deep into this because I, for, for one, it's Harvard. I'm going to go ahead and trust that. Uh, they're pretty fucking smart people. For two, I see the anger daily in these support groups. And so I, I have no reason to discount that. But let's talk about some of the other things. Um, you're three to, if, you're, if you are uh, frequently angry, you are three times more likely to develop cardiovascular disease. You are three times more likely to have a stroke. And you are six times more likely to die early. I don't know. And it, these are numbers and they're, it's hard to wrap your head around a number or imagine you're a part of that number. But if you're constantly angry, if you're using your anger to get through your divorce, there are real consequences to your life. And so let's talk about like, what, okay, what do we do? What, what are some of the things that we can do? Well, there. Uh, first, first, let's talk about something that I think uh, is probably something that most people consider healthy, and that is what they call catharsis theory, or, or you know, uh, catharsis uh, methodology, or whatever the fuck. Right? That's where you basically go to the gym and beat the fuck out of a a, a punching bag, or not even that. It's more so like I'm angry. I'm gonna go smash something. Every time like that, if that's your answer to your anger, that, that the studies have shown that that does not help, but actually it, it, it keeps you in a state of fight or flight. So, so again, anger is sort of a masker. It, it, it covers things. And so in general, you're going to be in fight or flight, freeze or fawn, right? There's, there's, and there's a podcast episode coming up that addresses this a little bit more, but I think we address it in a couple of episodes, right? But this is your body's reaction uh, to, to stress, trauma, um, you know, the threat, any of these things, you, you become in a heightened state, right? And your front brain shuts down and your back lizard brain, as some people call it, the, um, it's basically responsible for just, uh, for, for just, you know, well, those, those four things, right? Fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Um, and so if, if you're, if you're leaning into your anger all of the time, you're not, giving your body a chance to calm the fuck down. And so 
that is where the secret lies in, in dealing with anger, I believe. Now, there are probably other tips and tricks and things that I'm not covering. Again, I am not a fucking expert. I'm just trying to speak to this particular thing because I have seen it so much lately from really fucking angry men. And so what do we do, right? Um, and, and by the way, if, if the catharsis thing, if it's a means to an end, and so again, anger covers up shame, hurt, pain, loss, all these grief, essentially, right? All these negative things, right? If you can use your anger in the, in those moments, if you have a, a place where you can sort of lean into your anger, but with the intent of getting underneath it. If your anger allows you to get to your tears, then you're on the right fucking track. So that's that's a little bit different though. That's not, I'm gonna go fucking take a baseball bat to my neighbor's car because I'm angry. That's, I'm gonna scream into a pillow until I exhaust my negative anger and negative energies and get below it. And I know, man, this shit sounds woo woo, right? Like, what is this guy talking about? Like, you know, it, it, what do you mean get 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 underneath my my anger and yeah, i know it sounds weird what what the fuck you want me to say man this is this is what the experts say this is what this is my understanding of what they say and perhaps my interpretation is wrong it could be uh, i am not fucking perfect so um, but it it all leads back to mindfulness it, this is the fucking secret to everything and again woo woo what do you mean what does that even mean being aware of your thoughts control your thoughts. Don't let them control you. If you feel yourself getting angry, first of all, you have to recognize what your triggers are. And these things, man, these things are fucking difficult and they take time and work and energy. And, and it's fucking hard to figure out, okay, I get angry when, or when I am angry, why am I angry? It's being, it's about being mindful and noticing like, okay, shit, I'm angry. Why? And dig in. And, and then when you sort of figure it out again, it, you know, uh, you have to be in an appropriate place on time and all these things, right? But if you're in an appropriate place, dig in, dive in, figure it out. Why? And then that allows you to release this shit. You know, get into your body. There's this ex exercise that I've uh, learned recently, and there's various forms of this exercise, but this is what really helped me. Now, this is not for anger specifically, uh, but it has helped me. And and again, this is also part of the phrase that I say often. And um you know, thanks to Justin Dolhanty for this, get out of your head, get into your body. So, okay. You realize you're angry. First of all, you're, you're, you're recognizing it. Fucking a, that's a win. Good for you. I'm angry. Now you have to breathe. Step one, breathe. And this is the exercise that I do. I go in four breaths, count to four and release count to eight. And while I'm doing that, I figure out where in my body like if you're angry, you fucking know it's in your body somewhere and you have to figure out where do your shoulders get fucking tense? Does your heart start racing? Maybe you need to rub your chest. Um, maybe it's as simple as you're, you're rubbing your legs. Uh, but, but do that breathing exercise while touching your body. And again, I know woo woo and fucking weird and mamby pamby and gay or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's none of those things, by the way, what it is, is fucking smart because here's the thing. If we keep doing the same fucking things we're doing, if you're angry and you're doing nothing about it, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be three more times likely to die of fucking cardiovascular disease, three more times likely to die of a stroke, and six times more likely to die of a fucking heart attack. Maybe, just maybe, we should try some different things.
I see no negative in trying something because we're already in the fucking negative. We're already in the shit and we're using anger to protect us from it. And we have to stop that if we're going to heal. If you don't stop being so fucking angry at the world, at women, you are never going to heal. Never. And listen, I struggle with this too, man. I struggle with this a lot. Um, You know, not as much anymore. I'll say that. But I get angry. But I've been really fucking good lately about being mindful of where I am at. And now what do I do? And I've tried different things. You know, I've tried multiple things to calm down or to figure things out. But again, here's the, the, the trick is you're in a fight or flight state, right? Remember that. Your body, when you're in that, and and I fucking highly recommend the book, The Body Keeps the Score. When you're in that type of state, your brain shuts down the communication pathways between the left and the right. And I can't remember which one it is. I think the right one is responsible for like seeing things uh, or or being analytical, being able to, to step back and go, okay, well, maybe this wasn't as bad or, well, I did this or, well, I understand why they did that. You don't have that because your, your brain literally shuts down. Cause it's remember it's, it's in fight or flight. It's just trying to fucking make sure you survive period. And so being mindful, taking the time it, uh, to step back, to breathe, to get out of your head, to get into your body, to calm your nervous system allows you to step back and say, Oh, well, he cut me off. Maybe, maybe he's in a hurry. Maybe his kid's in the hospital and he's trying to get there. Who the fuck knows? There's a really great talk. And I think I brought this up before, at least in support group, but, but maybe not here. Uh, there's a really great, uh, not talk, speech, commencement speech given by David Foster Wallace. Uh, he's a writer who sadly he killed himself, but he gives a great commencement speech called This is Water. Look it up on YouTube. And he talks about this. He talks about not being so egocentric, which is our sort of natural default setting, assuming that everything happening is because of me, right? That guy cut me off. Fuck him. Who the fuck's he think he is cutting me off? Meanwhile, it could be he's just, he's trying to get to the hospital. Could be he's got to take a shit. I, I don't know, right? We don't know, but we always assume that it's some kind of nefarious thing against us. So being mindful is the key to all of this shit. And that includes anger. And that's all I got for you. It's just a quick one. I love all of you, man. Thank you so much for the concern. Uh, I really am okay. Uh, I just I just needed to step back. I needed some perspective. I needed some different strategies. Um, I needed to really kind of figure out how to protect myself and how to keep helping people. And that's not always an easy thing. I admire the fuck out of therapists. Um, I am not one, clear, clearly. But the ability to sit there and listen to someone else's problems all day long, I just do it as I pick and choose in some ways, right? I mean, not on, not on Monday nights when we have group, but um, I, I, I don't do it all day long every day, and, you know, five days a week. And, and these people that do, man, God bless them. And, uh, you know, if, if you don't have a good therapist, find one because they're out there. They're, they're just like anything. So until next time, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Thank you to Nick Coyle and Lifer for allowing me to use their song, Born Again, which you're hearing now and at the intro to the podcast. Thank you to Justin Dillahanty and all of my brothers at The Alpha Code. Please visit the website, risingphoenixpodcast.com, 
to connect with me and other like-minded men who are looking to thrive and grow after their divorce. And remember to surround yourself with people who add value to your life, who challenge you to be greater than you were yesterday, who sprinkle magic into your existence like you do to theirs. Life is not meant to be done alone. Find your tribe. Take care.